Section 5 of Selected Works, Letters, Sketches, and Stories by Voltairine de Clare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. At the end of the alley, first of Selected Works, Letters, Sketches, and Stories by Voltairine de Clare. It is a long, narrow pocket opening on a little street which runs like a tortuous seam up and down the city over there. It was at the end of the summer, and in summer, in the evening, the mouth of the pocket is hard to find because of the people in it and about, who sit across the passage, gasping at the dirty winds that come loafing down the street like crafty beggars seeking a hole to sleep in, like mean beggars, bereft of the spirit of free windhood down in the pocket itself the air is quite dead one feels oneself enveloped in a scum covered pool of it and at every breath long filaments of invisible roots swamp roots tear and tangle in your floundering lungs i had to go to the very end to the bottom of the pocket there in the deepest of these alley holes lives the woman to whom i am indebted for the whiteness of this waist i wear how she does it i don't know Poverty works miracles like that, just as the black marsh mud gives out lilies. At the very last door, I knock, and presently a man's voice, weak and suffocated, called from a window above. I explain, there's a chair there, sit down, she'll be home soon. And the voice was caught in a cuff. This, then, was the consumptive husband she had told me of. I looked up at the square hole dimly outlined in the darkness, whence the cuff issued, and suddenly felt a horrible pressure at my heart and a curious sense of entanglement as if all the invisible webs of disease had momentarily acquired a conscious sense of prey within their clutch and tightened on it like an octopus the haunting terror of the unknown the dim horror of an inimic presence recoiled before the merciless creeping and floating of an enemy one cannot grasp or fight repulsive turning from a thing that has reached behind while you have been seeking to face it that is there awaiting you with the frightful ironic laughter of a silence all this swept round and through me as i stared up through the night up there on the bed he was lying he who had been meshed in the fatal web for three long years and was struggling still in the darkness i felt his breath draw the sharp barking of a dog came as a relief i turned to the broken chair and sat down to wait the alley was hemmed in by a high wall and from the farther side of it there towered up four magnificent old trees whose great crowns sent down a whispering legend of vanished forests and the limitless sweep of clean air that had washed through them long ago and that would never come again how long how long since those four days of purity before the plague spot of men had crept upon them how strong those proud old giants were that had not yet been strangled how beautiful they were how mean and ugly were the misshapen things that sat in the doorways of the fall dance that they had made chattering chattering as ages ago the apes had chattered in the forest what curious beasts they were with their paws and heads sticking out of the coverings they had twisted round their bodies chattering chattering always and always moving about unable to understand the still strong groves of silence so a half hour passed at last i saw a parting in the group of bodies across the entrance of the pocket and a familiar weary figure carrying a basket coming down the brickway she stopped halfway where a widening of the alley furnished the common drying place and a number of clothes lines crossed and recrossed each other 
casting a net of shadows on the pavement after a glance at the sky which had clouded over she sighed heavily and again advanced in the sickly light of the alley lamp the rounded shoulders seemed to droop like an old crown's yet the woman was still young that she might not be startled i called good evening the answer was spoken in that tone of forced cheerfulness which the rest always give to their employers but she sank upon the step with the habitual my but i'm glad to sit down of one who seldom sits tired out i suppose the day has been so hot yes i've got to go to work and iron again till eleven o'clock and it's awful hot in that kitchen i don't mind the washing so much in summer i wash out here but it's hot ironing are you in a hurry i said no and sat on how much rent do you pay i asked seven dollars three rooms yes one over the other yes it's an awful rent and he won't fix anything the door is half of its fingers and the paper is a sight have you lived here long over three years we moved here before he got sick i don't keep nothing right now but it used to be nice it's so quiet back here away from the street you don't hear no noise that fence ought to be whitewashed i used to keep it white and everything clean and it was so nice to sit out here in summer under them trees you could just think you were in the park a curious wonder went through me somewhere back in me a voice was saying to him that hat shall be given and from him that hat not it shall be taken away even that which he had this horrible pool had been nice to her again i felt the abyss seizing me with its tentacles and high overhead in the tree crowns i seemed to hear a spectral mockery of laughter yes i forced myself to say they are splendid trees i wonder they have lived so long tis funny ain't it that's a great big yard in there the man that used to own it was a gardener and there's a lot of the curiousest flowers there yet but he's dead now and the folks that got it don't keep up nothing they are waiting to sell it i suppose above over our heads the racking cough sounded again ain't it terrible she murmured day and night day and night he don't get no rest and neither do i it's no wonder some people commit suicide does he ever speak of it i asked her voice dropped to a semi-whisper not now so much since the church people's got hold of him he used to i think he'd had done it if it hadn't been for them but they've been kind of talking to him lately and telling him it wouldn't be right on account of the insurance you know my heart gave a wild bound of revolt and i shut my teeth fast oh man man what have you made of yourself more stupid than all the beasts of the earth for a dull of the things you make to be robbed of living to be robbed of and poisoned with you consent to the death that eats with a million mouths it's inexorably you submit to unamiable torture in the holy name of insurance and in the name of insurance this miserable woman keeps alive the bones of a man i took my bundle and went and all the way i felt myself tearing through the tendrils of death that hung and swayed from the noisome wall and caught at things as they passed and all the way there pressed upon me pictures of the skeleton and the woman clothed in firm flesh young and joyous and thrilling with the love of the well and strong ah if someone had said to heaven some day you will slave to keep him alive through fruitless agonies that for your last reward you may take the price of his pain end of at the end of the alley first